0: On this week's episode of the Product Control Podcast, we catch up with all the news that came out these past two weeks, including Gamescom, some of the announcements, new PlayStation Five controller, and one of the most anticipated games announced at Gamescom. What could it be? Find out on this week's episode of the Product Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparta And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. It's the podcast you come to for all the tips, tricks, news, all the stuff happening in the video game spectrum, the world. And this week, we have a lot of stuff to catch up with. Gamescom, Nintendo, PlayStation, all this stuff. Stay Sega, Capcom, Jaguar. Jaguar, Atari, Jaguar, all that stuff. See, even Beto's ahead of me.
1: He knows D-D-O. it.
0: do 3DO. Tiger Electronics. Turbo Gizmondo. Gizmondo. Gamecom. PC Engine. The OUYA. The OUYA. Damn, you got that. But yeah, we have a ton of stuff to talk about, so we're just going to jump on in. First, before we do, Beto,
2: hey, suffer, hey, hey,
1: hey, 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 I have been playing. Wait, nothing real, real, but...
0: no, sorry, go. Sorry, sorry go.
1: Wait, well, no, you already started. You're me off. Fucking
0: do it. No, you say engage. It just reminds me of a guy I worked with who was just all about the engage. No, <laughs> it's the next. It's the next big thing. And the engage was done and dead, and he still hyped it up. He would take his breaks and play engage on his breaks.
1: Hey man, he liked it a lot.
0: I know. Good for him.
1: I've been playing nothing but Rumbleverse lately. It's a free-to-play game uh battle royale uh but there's no weapons i mean there's weapons with the, like like you can rip a stop sign from the ground and beat the shit out of somebody or you can get a baseball bat or two by four uh but like it's just all uh melee combat so it uh i haven't played nothing but that lately so it's like um uh it's all like really wrestling inspired uh moves because like there's chops and slaps and then like, there's some uh, uh special moves that you you assign to your like left button left uh your L1 and R1 buttons, if you're on the PS5. Um, and then you can get, like, a, uh, there's crates all around, scattered around the... It's called Grappital City. It's uh, They're just scattered all around the city. And there's books where you can, like, assign... They're pretty much special moves that you can assign to you as your... To, to the, those buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, a, levels of this. So it's the same move, but uh, some of them are stronger. So there's a green one, a blue one, and the purple one. And they're all, like, uh, um... Depending on uh, uh, the color of it. So, like, the green one is the weakest one, the second strongest is the blue one, and the purple moves are the, uh, the strongest ones. So, there's like super kicks, uh, like uh, uh, diamond cutters, chokes, lands, and there's like a bunch of like, Izuna drops pretty much like a belly to uh, belly suplex, but it's just like super exaggerated.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but you're just fighting, trying to become the, the champion pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that's I've been playing, dude, because there's like some stuff uh, uh, where you, you can scale building like climb buildings like a superhero pretty much like the hulk climbing up a building oh okay and then if you see somebody fighting on the like really down low if you're at the the top of a building you can just jump off and do a big old elbow drop and fucking knock them out (laughs) it's fucking fun dude like i've been playing it like all i've seen it and i'm always like fuck this looks like it could be cool but then i've never downloaded it and tried it It, it's it's really good dude like i i don't care for like the battle royale Town game but this is the only the the first free play battle royale game that i've actually been hooked on uh there's like a there's a bunch of microtransactions transactions back with michael, michael trans jackson's in them mm-hmm. uh but you don't have to i mean they're all cosmetics so it's like it's not necessary but if you want to get them they're fucking expensive though
2: yeah, you know it's funny
1: like like wwe made that fucking
2: battlegrounds kind of yeah like y game I, and i was thinking i remember all the time i was like and then like i was like why don't they just do a fuck? They could have just turned that into a battle royale game, like with yeah. fucking like it could
1: have been way fucking funner. That would have been cool, you know.
0: Yeah, for, I think, for all you know, maybe when that came out, that gave those people the idea. I'm not saying that's what it was, but maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so the uh, what is it? Iron Galaxy, I think is it the, the yeah that made this game. Uh, oh, they, they did. Made, nice. Yeah, they made dive, the dive. was it? Dive kick on PS3. Yeah, I think it I saw that they did. A, uh, they worked on season two and three of Killer Instinct. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. They're solid. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. So it's a it's a good team that's working on it. Um, <clears throat> but like the battle mechanics is pretty cool. It's kind of like a fighting game because you're there's like priority strikes. So like a if you're blocking a grab, a grab is gonna take priority over that. Uh, if you're doing a special move, a strike is gonna take priority. So it's a uh, it's it feels like a fighting game in that way like the mechanics. Uh, um, it's really simple combos: square, square, triangle. To like any pretty much like a beat em up where you do like square, 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 triangle for a combo, um, and you're just fighting, progressing through the game. Uh, and it's a uh, uh, it's what's pretty cool about it is that when you're when you first start, you're you're pretty much fucking like the battle bus, pretty much like Fortnite. You jump off of, you get shot out of a cannon into the city, and then uh, if you start fighting immediately, you start getting perks uh, quicker. So you can get like a certain perks where like uh, you could do a, like a yoga pose, and it regener- like it, it, regenerates your health. Uh, mm. So if you just hide somewhere and just stay still and don't do nothing, it'll it'll regenerate your health. Uh, so there's like different type of perks. I can't remember what else there is, uh, but there's like power ups for your stamina to get max stamina, uh, max health, and then, like, max strength. Um, so you just, like, pretty much get bottles of whatever sort of, sort of juice, depending on, on what it is, and you can uh, level up your players, make them stronger or or have more health and more stamina. But, yeah, dude, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I haven't I haven't been a champion yet. The highest I've gotten was, like, fifth place, but it gets so fucking intense when, like, the circle gets smaller and smaller. Because everybody just trying to beat the shit out of each other, you can like get ring, you get a ring out pretty much, uh, get eliminated mm-hmm. with a ten count. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been playing this week. It's, it's been a lot of fun. If you guys, are, I mean, it's a free to play game, so I mean, it doesn't hurt to just download it and try it out because it's, uh, it's it's something that I've been just uh, looking forward to like get out of work cause, like I'm gonna play a couple rounds of this and be done with it. Like, it's something that you can pick up, play if you want to play one match. It takes like 15 minutes. It's really quick. But, yeah, that's that's a little bit playing. What about you guys? What about you, Joe? What's cool. up, uh,
2: I really didn't play a lot of shit this week. Um, kind of just taking a... Uh, like, I know the new Madden came out, but as is always my traditional thing to do, I play for a couple of hours, and then I just chill. I wait. Uh, I'm not in a hurry. I know most of the other guys in, the, in our league haven't gotten it yet, uh, or if they have, they're just doing their own thing. So it's like... I kind of just wait around. The leagues don't start up until September, so I kind of just, you know, slowly ramp into it. Um, So I didn't really play much of that. I I played a couple of hours and... Truthfully, I like... I like what I played. I know it's not going to be perfect. It moved generally more smoothly and I enjoyed that. I was telling Dave, I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of the pass rush yet, uh, because it is much quicker. But I don't know if they really made it like the pass rush more ferocious, you know, ferocious, or if they just really dumbed down the pass blocking. So that's the thing I'm trying to figure out. Because there's some times where I'm like, well, they say it just fucking got through like nothing. Where like, because I know they had said before, it's like, yeah, you know, some of those deep routes that people, you know, like keyed off on to get those long bombs, you know, you're not gonna be able to do them anymore because of the pass rush but then like there were some short routes where i'm like i didn't even have fucking time to throw that route like it just you know which happens but yeah it'd be like a four-man rush and i'm like whoa what the fuck happened there yeah so i don't know you know there, there's i'm not sure how i how i i mean in theory i like the idea of there being less time to throw the ball because in, in the past game it's been you know there's been times where it's like dude you have like nine fucking ten seconds to throw the ball it's just ridiculous no no fucking game, you know, no real life game is like that, you know? Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Even if you're not going for reality, that's just too much. But um I did like that. I did mess with the new passing mechanics. I don't know uh they you know I was worried that they was gonna be really difficult to use. And I was happily I was surprised I was like, no, you know what, this isn't gonna be that difficult to use. I, I could see it being something that you can use basically to your level of comfort if you really want to get in depth with it i think you can um but if you just want to kind of like you know go half you can um and you can even turn it on and you can still pass and you know you'll be successful you can still you can you can use the system and maybe not always go to it and it'll work um i think if anything it'll teach people and i'm guilty of this uh to stop throw throwing so many damn bullet passes <laughs> Because it's just my nature to just throw fucking bullet passes a long yeah. time. And I think this is a, a good way to stop, you know, kind of stop that. Um, what I really like is the effect your throw type has on the route. Which I felt like past Madden's, you know, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, no, this makes total sense. You know, you, you see now where, like, if you got a guy coming across, you know, the field, let's say on a slant or a um, or a drag, and you bullet the shit out of that pass there's a chance that he's gonna have to alter his trajectory to catch the ball which will affect his route so his route will slow down because he'll have to fucking adjust for that instead of just you know like a lot of the time just catching it in stride and just being fucking you know getting getting uh you know 10-15 yards on a slant you know now it's like oh you got that slant but he had to adjust to catch it because of the velocity of the ball and the accuracy so now he has to basically start from scratch, and then it's like, oh, I'm only getting like, uh, you know, maybe six yards or seven yards in a slant. It feels realistic. I like that part. Um, I didn't come across many bugs. Like right now, I mean, I've heard people say that there's a, like they're, they're getting, it, but I, I really haven't seen that many. So, um, you know, so far, I enjoy it, but it's never going. It's not going to reinvent anything. I mean, you know, but I mean, I like some of the changes so far. Um, we'll see how that goes um i played more of the forza horizon 5 uh hot wheels dlc it's fucking fun man
1: yeah
2: it's a lot (laughs) of fucking
1: those courses look cool
2: yeah and there's a lot of them i mean it's yeah it's used you know like the loop-de-loops are fucking really fun yeah
0: Is, is (laughs) is it something you go to or is it a part of the world somewhere
2: Yes, you go to an area and then you just go to that, that you, 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 uh, it, so basically it's kind of set in the clouds, so the tracks yeah, okay. go up, so you can but you still have to kind of go to the Hot Wheels hub, so like in the main Forza Horizon spot, you just, you know, you're there and it'll ask you if you want to go to the Hot Wheels and then it just kind of takes you, like, okay, here you go, so they have the tracks and then you go and then you can come to the normal, come back down, it's pretty, it's, it's, oh, okay. uh, doesn't take much yet, but, um, but yeah, the tracks are fucking cool, like, you know. You can haul fucking ass in that in those tracks, you know? I've been using some of the slower cars and the slower cars because of the speed boosters and shit, will there'll be times where you're like you're still hitting like 180, 200 out of a fucking car that has no business
1: going that fast. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Is uh, it, I I like it. Is it, it like that game on the Genesis, uh hard drive? Remember that game with the loop de loops? Hard driving, I think it was another one. Yeah, hard, hard drive.
2: Driving. Yeah.
1: I remember, God, it, you know, I
2: remember like, hearing about it, but I don't. I, I think I did play it, but I can't
1: remember play like you know. It was, it was weird. It did it have loop been, loops? Yeah, yeah. It didn't work very well because I remember going on the loop. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if I. I, just, I think the frame rate was like fucking fifteen or twenty it, you know, back then yeah, trying to do it on that. You would go on the loop de loop, but it would it would like get stuck. I don't know if because as a kid like thinking because you know, how have like, like it's not perfectly round, so the polygons like make the loop de loop a little bit more like it has like hard edges. Yeah felt like it would go through, it would start going up, and then it hit a corner of that loop, 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 and it just gets stuck right there. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it was like a shitty, shitty, just game wasn't great, or I just wasn't playing it right. But yeah, it felt like uh, uh it, was, it was really shitty. It's I'm having a lot of fun with it though. It's really cool. Um, still enjoying
2: it, and uh, you know, for Resident 5 Is a, a game, you know, you can play the fucking shit out of it. You can play for hours, or you can just pick up and play for like 30 minutes and have yeah. fun. And uh, it's it's a good, it's really good.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, so. Um, played that. That was pretty much it for me as far as games this week. Jesse,
0: how about you? I'm still playing a ton of the Steam Deck. Uh, I've been taking my time to uh, install the legally down-ripping all the games that I have physically in my library and putting them into my Steam Deck, you know, Uh, for fun. How do so, you do that? Can you can you tell us how to do it? So you gotta you know be able to have your disc on. Uh, you yeah, have a ripper. Since I have a Mac, I have to like have a little separate disc drive, uh, rip okay. it, convert it to the ROMs and stuff. Uh, uh, so and so what about cartridge games? Cartridge games, I have a cartridge ripper too. Oh really? But I'm not doing any of those. I'm mostly doing a lot of the disc-based stuff like Wii. Oh uh, uh, okay. PSP is a little bit harder. Uh, I can't yeah. really rip those so I I legally own them so I have to download them from sites that are illegal but I own them so it's legal oh no yeah. Yeah. It's cause as long as I own them I could have a digital copy of it anyway uh, I've been taking a lot <laughs> of my time with a lot of that uh, and it's been really cool and, and being able to to play those games on the Steam Deck and, and figuring a lot of that stuff out but it's been overwhelming because now that I have access to not everything that's on, like, Steam or that's on PC. Some things are playable on Steam Deck. Some aren't, like I said the, the week before. Um, just looking at, like, oh, what can I play? What What is it can I get? And I'm checking out all these indie games. And now I notice that Wario 64 is constantly posting, like, oh, this is on sale on this, you know a humble bundle or all yeah. this and i'm just like oh shit oh shit oh shit i need that even though
1: you're not gonna play it yeah
0: um but i've been just looking up stuff like hey recommend it what's good on steam deck stuff like that so i've been playing a lot of games but there was one game i remember seeing like a years ago that that someone was working on an indie game and i was like oh i remember sending it to you guys i'm like it's a car fighting game like you're driving while fighting and i was trying to find what it was and ho- i was like hoping it plays on steam deck and it was the original title for the game was Shut Up and Drive. I don't know why they couldn't put shut up. So they had to call it Buck Up and Drive. Right? So I don't know why. I don't know what's so bad about Shut is Up. That, but wasn't there a game
2: called Shut Up and Jam?
0: Was like it really? That, like maybe. A um, yeah. basketball game called that's, that? Barkley, right? That's probably. Yeah, that's why. Maybe it's that. Yeah, you're right. But it's a cell-shaded uh, game. It is a fighting game, but it, there's, there's two modes. There's a driving game. And there's a fighting game, and I did the driving game first, and I, and I played through it to learn the controls because it has like a little tutorial. The controls are a little kind of difficult to 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 not understand, but to pull off, because there's an actual quarter circle, like you can uh, you can drift, and if you drift, you build up enough, and then you can do a quarter circle, and you kind of do not like a Hadouken, but you spin your car to hit your enemy. Oh. But I played like a regular mode, and it felt a lot like like games like Outrun or um super hang on it's a lot like that where you only have like like 40 seconds to get past the track to get to the goal right and when you're going not only are you driving it's a regular driving game there's it's automatically hitting the gas for you but you can hit the speed ramps or you can actually hit up ramps but what you can also do too when you're doing the driving is you hit the ramps and there's certain guardrails that you can grind and you can grind on those guardrails jump off flip and gr- grind off the rails on the other side to build up speed but also get points so you're doing stuff like that where you're um, grinding and uh, you can land on cars boom to get like extra points depending on you can doing flips and stuff if you're in the air so you're going through there but every 10 levels you go then there's hey out, will uh, beat your enemy So then you go, you can beat your enemy, but I still wasn't good at the attacking mode. So the enemy ended up beating me by the time I had to finish that part of the race. And I'm like, damn it. But I think if you beat them, that's how you unlock extra cars in the game. So while you're going, um, you can choose. There'll be like um, signs to say where you want to go, like farming land or an icicle area. Like it's different modes, but it's pretty it's pretty cool. Controls are a little like eh, I wish it was a little tighter as in like easier to do some of the the basically like a super move which you only kind of have one uh but there is the combat one where you're fighting against the enemy and it's just you driving and you're both fighting each other that one was a bit harder that one was kind of hard like control wise but i mean so far buck up and drive it's pretty neat it wasn't it was on sale when i got it so it was like four bucks so but i i mean i'm really looking forward to it it wasn't a it wasn't like It wasn't a letdown, but I was just like, man, I wish these controls were just better, you know? Because I wanted it to feel more like a fighting game. But the racing part was cool. I played through that and got as far as I could on that one. Also tried other things. That's, uh, you know, I talked about it last week, but some games work, some games don't. Some work, but there's little things that don't work about it. Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted went on sale for like under five dollars and it was made by criterion and when i saw a review on it they're like basically saying it's the next burnout it's just not called burnout it's called need for speed so i downloaded it and the steam deck tells you like this is we're not sure if this works or not but when i went online someone said yeah it works it's fine but it has that thing where you have to sign into ea origins so you have to sign into ea origins do all that shit it has to boot up every time so it's like it's such a slow process to get into the game but once you're in on it, it's really cool. You're playing Need for Speed. It's on It's on a handheld that looks really nice. And yeah, it's basically Burnout. It's just not called Burnout. It's called Need for Speed. It plays just like um, Burnout Paradise with some you know differences here and there. There was another indie game. This was a, I, I think they call them like the early access games. Everyone was saying, hey, this game's like $3, but it's on sale right now for like $1.30. It's called Vampire Saviors. And it's basically like a love letter to Castlevania, but it doesn't play like a Castlevania. It just takes a lot from Castlevania, and it's all you have to do is move around while it does everything else for you. When when you're in this map, and you move around, and you choose your character um, out of, I think it's five characters, one's unlocked, and you can unlock the other ones by earning currency in the game, finding money. So you start off with this guy, very low level, very slow, and he just kind of has like a a slash. I think he's like slashing a sword. And you're moving around, and you feel like you want to do it like a twin stick shooter, but you can't. It's just basically moving the stick around. You're moving your character around while he slashes. He does the action himself. And while you're on that map, then you see bats, and there's like bats coming. Then you slash those bats. Then more bats start coming, you start moving around. When you kill a certain amount of the enemies, you get these crystals that show up. When the crystals show up, you pick up those crystals, and those crystals fill up a level bar. When you level up, then it says you want another weapon. So you have a choice between a weapon, a healing item, or something like armor or whatever. I choose a weapon. Not only do you have the slashing that you already had, I got an axe. So it throws an axe every, like, three seconds. So then that's another thing. And then as as time goes on, more enemies go on the screen, more collect, you start leveling up. Then you can level up armor, health, you can find like little pieces of uh, turkey to fill up your health, because you have a health bar and everything like that. It starts getting crazier, 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 chaotic, like a big wave of uh, bats just come, so you gotta kinda dodge it while you're attacking. Then you see skeletons, then you see ghosts, all this stuff happening while you level up. More items, more, so you're just going more with more things, you're leveling up uh, weapons you already have. Um, then as time goes on these plants circle you so you get caught up in this circle that starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller while you have the rest of the enemies in there while you're trying to attack and then it'll evaporate but it just does all this thing it's like chaotic and as more you build the crazier it gets the stronger you get the more weapons you're using at once it's not like oh if you get like five weapons that's it we throw another one away it's like no you can level them up you can have more and you're just going crazy it's it's really weird (laughs) it's really weird to explain it's actually really fun and kind of, like, addicting. I was actually playing it for a good while, just moving your characters around. I'm probably not even selling it whatsoever. It's literally something you have to play. Because even when I saw it on people playing it, I was like, it just looks like nonsense. But once you get it, you're like, oh, I get it. This is actually pretty... It's addicting. It's it's as simple as, like, the early days when you had cell phone games. And it was just a one-finger thing, but it got kind of addictive. It's kind of like that. So... Um, yeah, I think it's called Vampire Saviors, if I'm correct. Yeah, that one's cool. But yeah, no, just messing around with Steam Deck, and so far, I've just been having a lot of fun, and again, I think one of the things is, like, the overwhelming feeling of just, like, what else can I get? What else is good? What else is playable that I can play on there? And, uh, the sales are tempting. Sometimes you'll see a sale, and you're like, oh, that's just $5, but I'm like
1: start setting up I'm shit. like I don't
0: need yakuza <laughs> on my portable but it's five yeah. dollars you know <laughs> but I'll probably never play it uh but yeah there's a there's a lot of lot of cool stuff um there's also other things too where this was actually something for Microsoft Microsoft has a an app for steam deck so like hey if you have game pass you can do the streaming this this app lets you just do the streaming on there so it's not gonna be downloading the games on there, but it lets you stream it. And you know, I've tried the streaming on PlayStation 5 and on Xbox and they're actually not bad for certain games. So I was like, oh shit, and people were like, yeah, I'm playing Forza 5, Forza Horizon 5 on there and it's it's great. I haven't installed it yet, but I've been meaning to do that because, you know, why not take advantage of it? But yeah, that's pretty much it. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. So this week we're going to do something different. We have a lot of uh, things that happen during the week, so we're not going to do our usual uh, news segment because I think the rest of this show is just going to be catching up on some of the things that were announced, some of the stuff that was discussed, because not only do we have Gamescom, we have so many other things that happen during Gamescom or just games in general. But one of the biggest things, one of the things that got Bethel so excited is after a long period out of the public eye in North America, Sunsoft is returning to publish three new games based on Classic Games' catalog. They include Iki Unite, a multiplayer co-op roguelike, The Return of Gimmick, a classic NES platform, and Euphoria, a Metroidvania expected to hit consoles in 2023. The releases are part of the new strategy by Sunsoft, which will see its lean on its large catalog of classic games to capitalize on the popularity of retro gaming. The revival of original game porting to game consoles is a big part of our strategy. Sunsoft General Manager Yuichi Ochi tells IGN, we have a plan to bring our original titles to current consoles, two or three titles a year. The most notable of them is Iki Unite, a new game based on the Kusogi, or crap game that once sold more than 500,000 units in Japan. Sunsoft is also releasing a port of Gimmick on Switch, PS4, and Steam later this year, with a Euphoria port the following 2023. First established in 1970s, Sunsoft found fame on the NES thanks to classics like Blaster Master, Spy Hunter, and Batman. Sunsoft games were known for their excellent graphics and high-quality soundtracks, which took advantage of the NES sound chip in unique ways. Sunsoft was successful until the mid-90s when its parent company, Sun Corporation, abruptly went bankrupt after reportedly losing millions of dollars in a golf course investment. Sunsoft eventually closed all its offices in North America and Europe, though it continues to develop and publish RPGs, pachinko games, and mobile titles in Japan. In making a renewed push in the West, Sunsoft hopes to lean into the nostalgia appeal. However, Ochi says the company also plans to develop new IPs. Bethel, Joe what do you guys think of this announcement of sunsoft coming back and releasing some of their classic games
1: all I want is arrow the acrobat <laughs> the greatest game of all time
0: for people who are young and aren't familiar with it what's arrow the acrobat Bethel?
1: Uh it's a platforming game uh, on the Sega Genesis that you're in acrobat but you're a bat too and uh you it's it's actually really shitty um <laughs> i'm playing it i uh, just it's one of those games that i had as a kid uh that i don't know if uh, <coughs> i'm sure it's somebody bought it for me for like a birthday or something uh and it's like as a kid like uh, i would rent a lot of games but the games whenever i did couldn't rent uh those were those games that i'd fall back on and played a lot of uh so i i mean i have a lot of fond memories of playing the game but just because it's a fond memories of just playing video games it's not that it was a great game. As a kid, we all just played any game that was uh, available to us. Uh, so it's it's not a great game, but it's uh it's 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 good for nostalgia. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: I honestly don't remember. I, mean, games... I
2: remember Sunsoft made the fucking uh, Batman games for NES, right?
1: Yeah,
2: I believe yeah. they did both of them. And
0: Blaster, I remember Master. liking the
2: second Batman. Uh, The Revenge of the Joker one or something like that That one wasn't too bad Yeah, I heard that one was pretty good But outside of that Yeah and like you said Blaster Master Mm. I didn't have a whole lot of fun Memories of Sunset so I mean you know Cool for
0: them Yeah. I think it's mostly like To appeal to audiences Who are familiar with the name you know But also with a lot of these IPs That they still own that could come back I mean I think it's a good thing you know, Blaster Master was cool. I think that was the only... That and the Batman games are only really what I played, you know? Yeah. Uh, and actually, going back to some of those Batman games that Sunsoft did, they're actually pretty freaking cool, actually. Yeah. So they kind of hold up. But, yeah.
1: Did they do the uh, Batman, the the movie game?
0: I don't know. That I don't know. I know the uh, Joker when they did. Yeah, I remember those. Like, yeah. yeah. I want to say they had the license for the first couple of NES ones, but I could be wrong. Hmm. So this is Joe's favorite topic because to Joe, this is a winning formula. He looks forward to these types of announcements all the time. And we actually had so many of these announcements announced the past couple of weeks that I'm just going to say each one. They are planning to make films of not only Days Gone, but Sega games like Space Channel 5 and Comic Zone. And that's not all we're going to be getting horizon zero dawn for netflix and another playstation title gravity rush movie beto joe especially joe how excited are you for that
1: yeah <laughs> i mean i i really yeah i don't i don't care i mean, those games are really that's funny like all the games that they've that mentioned i really i played horizon but i didn't really care for it mm-hmm. um Days gone i didn't care for it uh but it's, it's starting to feel like now video game movies are movies. um our video games are pretty much movies uh themselves so like trying to make a movie out of a video game that's already uh, a story that's already been told i feel like it's really difficult
0: i mean we've talked about that a lot uh, joe yeah. do you have any comment whatsoever before <laughs> i say anything? yeah you
1: want to make a
2: fucking video game movie that actually like <laughs> will interest me and be like oh fuck oh, let's see what they can do that Make me a fucking movie out of Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> make Pixels a movie out of te- Make hey. me a real movie out of Tetris, whether it be people playing Tetris or fucking the blocks fucking talking or something. So just give me something original with Tetris. Because all, right, all these other fucking movies and all this other shit, you know, like honestly, like they've already been told. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just don't want to, I don't care. Oh, yeah it's just it's just like oh we're gonna like even daisy i mean let's face it Daisy's Daisy's or gays was kind of a shitty game yeah and then you're gonna fucking choose that to make a series out of and yeah. the only thing you're really gonna think of is like wow this is gonna be a shitty
1: series mm-hmm. yeah like i mean just, it's just they're like grasping at straws with shit like this now
2: yeah like what's space channel 5 it's gonna be like oh space channel 5 the movie On fucking sci fi. So it's gonna be some kind of a shitty fucking low rant. I'm not saying it's already that, but I see that happening where it's like, uh, do we really need a Space Channel 5? Like, have people been clamoring for that fucking title to be like a movie? I'd
1: rather get it. Outside of the fucking mutant
2: fan base of the game. Don't get me wrong, I liked uh, Space Channel 5 back then, but like, who fucking care if it's a movie? Yeah. Michael Jackson can't be in it, so what the fuck's (laughs) the (laughs) point?
0: He'll come out as a hologram. But uh, um, when I heard, the first one I heard was Days Gone, and I'm like, oh my god, that game fucking sucked. But yeah. after reading this, they're gonna they they want uh, Outlanders Sam Hinnigan or whatever to play the Deacon Saint John character, which isn't the guy who actually played that character in Days Gone.
1: Yeah. Sam Witwer or
0: whatever his name is. Yes, yeah,
1: people were getting upset. Like, why could you pick him? Like, He's not fucking marketable. Like, Those uh, people don't really know him that much, other than uh, the games.
0: And two, did you play the game? <laughs> not great, not great. And yeah. I'll blame him a hundred percent.
2: I actually fucking it, hate it, when it, people do that shit. When people like when like something. That's another thing too. That's
0: like people. People.
2: When, <laughs> when, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> when it's like some like a fucking series gets picked up or something like that, uh-huh. and it's like. It's like when they do the like, why can't uh, Troy fucking Baker play the thing? And it's like, because yeah. fucking most people don't know who Troy don't Baker who the is. They, yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Fucking dumbasses. It's yeah. like, dude, just like, of course they are going to pick someone. Why is why he making
1: mm-hmm.
2: a Yeah. yeah. What yeah. is is this? Why is Pedro Pascal going to play fucking in The Last of Us? Is that because he's known? Yeah.
1: Because he's, he's, you know. And he's fucking badass.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I want it. And it's like, I don't fucking care what I want. You know, it's fucking dumb. Like, I hate when people do that shit. Why what does is, what is Brad Pitt have to play? It's like, because he's going to make a fucking shitload of money. It's pretty easy
0: to fucking see.
1: Yeah, yeah. his fucking name sells millions of tickets. Do now, know? don't
0: don't get me wrong, though. Like, having new fresh faces that become the next stars, that should happen more often. But I yeah. understand when studios want to go with a big name. But then it, it sucks either way. Because... Then you have the big name and yeah, it's going to do well, but then you don't, we don't get any new stars for a while, but we do it. Like sometimes it hits, it doesn't even have to be like, and you're right, Joe, it doesn't have to be this unknown actor for this superhero role or this, um, um, video game role or whatever. Sometimes it's on a TV show and they become big and then they get the, this role in this big budget movie. But I think a lot of the times, maybe it's more for the actors, but for me, I want to see fresh faces yeah. But I understand why studios don't want to bank. But then the studios that do make the risk, then we we benefit as an audience, getting people where we go like, oh, this guy's fucking good. Yeah. And I saw him in this. You know. What? But I understand. I know what you mean when people. Well, go, that's what,
1: go. I mean, you start them off as like supporting cast members or um, indie movies where you can have them be the star, and then yeah. they kind of build their their uh, their resume that way. But yeah, you're not gonna get somebody that like just throw them on there make the lead, lead it, character in a big budget
0: movie. So. It's very rare when that happens. And when yeah. it, when it works, it works. But it's very rare. Very rare. Yeah. And it, it'd be cool if more studios took that risk. But I understand why not. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, like, we've had this discussion before about these video game movies. And, and we can already see it with, with all these announcements. And I think it was less than a week. You know why they're doing this. You know why companies are doing this. Warner Brothers and Disney have all the superheroes... So they need to look elsewhere for these major properties. So what's next? Video games that already have a fan base. But then what do we get? We get the problem of them either catering too much to the fans or not. But I don't think video game movies shouldn't happen because we've played those games. For us, it might not live up to what things are. But there's a huge amount of people, no matter what you say, you can be like, yo, the last of us. You'll like that. You should play it. And they go like, well, I don't play video games. Dude, but the story's real good. You can't just give a controller to someone who doesn't play games and have them get interested in The Last of Us. Something like that as an example. But sometimes they do. And then then they go, oh, what's next? What else? It's like, okay. But not everyone's going to do that. But sometimes I'll see that stuff like, man, this. Something like The Last of Us. Like, oh, man, it's such a, a unique and awesome story that works like a film. I wish people could see like my. I remember beating The Last of Us, and I'm like, man, I wish my mom could see this because I think she'd really like this story. But she's never gonna play a game, you know. She's never gonna yeah. touch it. All I could do is talk about it, but there, without visually seeing it, it won't matter. Yeah. But then now the show's coming out, and hopefully it's good, and hopefully they get into it. Whoever gets into it, you know. I don't think video games. Shouldn't be made in the movies, but I do think that how these studios and how these companies go at it or how they kind of start it, it, they always fumble. They fumble so bad. They just, I don't think. Sometimes it could be the property just doesn't fit as a movie, or sometimes they just go the wrong direction. Because I would say there's way more duds when it comes to video game adapted content into film or TV shows then there are like positive ones you know and Mm -hmm. then there's some that are like "Ooh, you were almost there but you just didn't hit it you just didn't hit it yeah it's to me it's weird space channel i I agree with you joe it's like space channel 5 really yeah and my first thought was like oh they're probably gonna get Katy perry to do that shit you know or or something and i I could already see how it's bad but when i thought of comic zone i thought was that was the weirdest idea of like comic zone who, how big of a name is Comic Zone? No one knows what Comic Zone is unless you're a kid who played it in the 90s or you were a kid in the early to mid-2000s or just recently that was like, oh, that's the game I played in the Sega collection, you know? Yeah. Well,
2: that's why that's why I could say something like that being on, like, sci-fi or something like that because it can be a parody. Even the fucking uh, Space Channel 5 shit, right? Like, if you parody it or you go really campy with it, which is understandable, yeah. anyone could work in the main role. I mean, shit, even if you do throw fucking Katy Perry in there, but it's super campy, people could fucking appreciate that if it's going to do that. But if you are just trying to regurgitate the same fucking story or just isn't like that, it's going to be whack,
0: you know? But that's the thing, Joe. I was thinking, and again, it's it could work. Because when I thought of Comic Zone, my next thing was, you know who I would love to see direct that film? Edgar Wright with an awesome cast. He could make it fun, poppy, like like cool visual art style and make it you know it could work but is the money gonna be there is the studio gonna be able to do all this so then like what happens you know like it it just it's weird man and gravity rush like that was an awesome game i loved it i i didn't get into the second one i just kind of put it off to the side i still haven't played it but i love the first one you know how can they tell a story that would interest people? How is that gonna work? Like I could be wrong, and it works completely. Yeah, you know. I, Gravity, the,
2: what's up? Gravity Rush needs to be a, a Uwe Boll or Uwe Boll <laughs> film. <laughs> what,
1: what, has he done anything recently? I don't know.
0: But what if you get someone who's respected in making these films? You know, what if Christopher Nolan is gets attached to Gravity Rush? Like then does it get respect? Does it get cred? You know? Like, now would he seek it out? I doubt it. But what if that yeah. happened? Then then are we like, oh, oh, okay, maybe. Maybe I'll check this out. Maybe there might be something here. You know, because everyone likes Christopher Nolan. Martin
1: Scorsese's gravity rush.
0: <laughs> Joe, I'm not sure if you did, but though I don't I'm pretty sure you haven't seen it, but did you guys check? Did you see Uncharted? The Uncharted one? No. Still haven't. No. No. You know what? That's the one where I was like, they almost had it. They almost had it, but they fumbled so bad. But what sucks is everyone, cause it's on Netflix right now, and I tell everyone, hey, check it out, because the last five minutes is the movie I wished happened. <laughs> like it, it's crazy. Like, and I don't want to say why, but when you see, like, when you see, you go, yep that's what it should have been and that was a waste of like not a waste but that was like an hour and 30 40 minutes of just like why couldn't it have just been this like you had it right here like you did it you did it right here and if you were able to do that for that whole movie then maybe this would have been better but honestly i went into that i went into the that movie going like fuck marky mark tom holland's charming i wonder how he's gonna be and and in it, I was like, you know what, Tom Holland's charming, but he's Tom Holland. You know, it just when you think of Nathan Drake, like there has to be a little bit more. And I just felt like he didn't hit it. And Marky Mark was better than I thought. I actually was kind of I was poo pooing him from the beginning. And when I watched, it, I was like, he's not bad, but he's not great. So like that's what I'm saying. That film was like, oh, you almost had it. You almost had it. And like a lot of these companies, when it when it comes to these video game movies, they just they try to cater to the fans but like we played the games so who fucking gives a shit i don't want to see what i played on screen give me something new and uncharted <coughs> does some of the things from uncharted 3 but then does new stuff where i'm like that's cool why didn't you just do more shit like that i didn't need to see that scene from uncharted 3 i, I played it you know like it doesn't matter but anyway it, it's it's weird man we already know Hollywood is just trying to find other properties. That's all they care about right now is licensed property names and all the superhero all the big superhero shit's taken. So and a lot of a lot of things that are more of the indie comic book stuff, stuff like Sandman and the Boys are fucking kicking ass as a show on streaming networks. So yeah. and a lot of these creators now that that shit's blowing up like seasons of stuff they're like, no, I want to tell my story in a season because it's. I don't want you to condense my what I worked on into a two-hour film. Like I, I yeah. listened to um, a podcast with Neil Gaiman on it, and he was talking about like every time people would bring him in to talk about making a Sandman movie, he said, "Please don't make this movie," <laughs> because he didn't want all this stuff, like a story, to be condensed into two hours. Then you lose all this stuff. So he was very heavily involved in. This season and these coming seasons that are going to happen for Sandman, and that's awesome. <coughs> but, and, well, and here's the thing.
2: I, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. Though, yeah, go a lot ahead. of times when you talk about these movies, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of these movies are, I, I feel a lot of the time the fucking studios are just looking for fucking, uh, they're looking for cheap um, IPs to use. Yep. Space Channel 5, nobody, I hate to say this, but right, nobody really has given a fuck about that in a long time, so that was yeah. probably an easy buy. And I would, I would go so far as to say that, although, Gravity Rush, you know, good game by all accounts. Nobody's been talking about that, so I'm sure that didn't cost a lot of money. I when when the basis of it is just to fucking buy something cheap and throw content out there, and I think that's another thing is like a lot of these providers or a lot of these people like that that, the producers that buy these things up, they're just looking to create content, you know? So a lot of times they don't give a fuck whether it's good or not. It's just like you just throw something out there. Take for example the Resident Evil series, right? (laughs) It's a big fucking thing But it got thrown out there But let's face it It was thrown out there Because of the name
0: Yeah, that's, yeah.
2: That, that's, that was the fucking selling point It's always been the selling point Whether it's been The little fucking Side movies The main series of the movies And all that shit It's the name
1: Right the, the unfortunately cancelled show
2: uh, <laughs> But that's so the that I, I don't have a problem like, no, no, But I don't have a problem mm. When there's a what, Like when there's a game That's fucking phenomenal and it's like, we want to turn this into a movie, and it's been a great it's like a great game. I don't have a problem with it. So, like, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, right? We know the story. Yeah, they may change some shit. They may not. If they don't change anything for people that have already played the game, then it's kind of sh- You know, it's, it's not shitty, but it's like, ah, we already know the story. Yeah. However, like you said, Jesse, a lot of people don't know the story, yeah. didn't want to watch it. So, for them, I get it. It's cool, right? Like, that's, that's, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I also know... It was a pretty damn good fucking story. Mm. At least playing through it, it felt like a really good story. So it's like, yeah, let's give this a shot. Um, For other titles, I love when they, you know, they ramp up the originality. The Sonic movies, you know, like they, they did a good job of fucking turning those movies into something, you know, taking the character and turning it into something live action, doing the whole thing that they did. It's like, it was pretty solid, like shit like that. So we know that it can be done. Like, licensed movies, you know, using the game can be done, but, you know, that the purpose is what matters, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not going to follow the story, you know, be original, right? You know, like, there are a lot of games that are critically, like, loved, but when you look at the story and you go, like, eh, I could have, I didn't need the story to play this through. And then those are the kinds of games where you're like, yeah, I don't need to see this as a fucking, as a TV series. And I think Horizon's a great example, I think gameplay wise like fundamentally speaking and the things to do Cryzen was a great game Yeah, but the story didn't do a whole lot for some people Mm -hmm. right but it's like and that's why it's like yeah we're gonna make this in a a fucking uh, a series or a movie and you're like why like you know it was fun to play at times and for people some of them are like I enjoyed hunting I enjoyed doing this thing but like you know there's a good section of people that only did it because of that they didn't want to fucking the story was secondary Yeah, and those are the kinds of things you gotta question like why why are you making this so it's like there's a there's a there's a good way to do it or there's a you know there's there's good legit reasons, and then there's just lazy, I guess kind of laziest reasons to just be like, yeah, we just need to release want to release content. Mm-hmm. And you know that's the co- concern in a lot of cases for some of these things where you're just like, ah, oh, you guys just want to fucking put crap out there.
0: It's hard because it falls into two things. You're gonna have people wanting like the last of us because that's a, it's coming out pretty soon. There's gonna be a camp of people like, I want it to be exactly how I played. There's going to be a camp of people where i want exactly something different i don't want it to be too similar to the source material and then you're going to have people who are just want a mix a mix of both or or be something new entirely right mm-hmm. no one's going to be happy in that situation but i think sometimes it's doable in a certain way games are a bit harder but it's no different than and then some of the comic properties that we've gotten like i think one of the ones who've done it the best is the boys if you're if you're the Boys fan, the first season is kind of close to the comic and then goes completely different. It's nowhere near the comic book, but it and people have been saying it it's better than the book. It's be- I think it's better cuz awesome. I know how that book ends and I know how it goes, but I'm having so much fun watching that show because it's new to me now. I'm I'm being surprised. I'm for me I want something kind of new have the heart of it and i think the boys does it so well i don't know how i'm gonna feel with the last of us is it gonna be too similar is it gonna be different enough for me to have fun with it am i gonna be surprised am i gonna you know or am i gonna get mad (gasps) they didn't do this part where ellie does this or something like i don't know until the show comes out but somebody's gonna nail it and i don't know who but it's it's a weird balance and i think comics and movies are sorry comics and games kind of in that place and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and and i think resident evil you bringing up joe is and bethel is a good example they ca- they just announced today they canceled the fucking show resident evil which thank god because it fucking wasn't sucks. it fucking sucked but here's the thing you go like why did they even do it in the first place dude they had what seven fucking resident evil movies that all sucked but were major blockbusters they made money right and what did they do a brand new they did a new resident evil movie and a show on top of that so even though those failed they're gonna keep doing it because for whatever reason resident evil i mean the show probably did bad that's why netflix canceled it you know the movie i don't know i think i heard that new movie did all right i think it did the same numbers as the other ones i could be wrong so these studios are it's it's like you're saying joe I take it as they throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. And for whatever reason, Resident Evil adapted into a show or a movie, even though the show didn't do well. Sometimes, hey, that shit gets bought too. Yeah, it gets bought. Exactly, it's it's sold. Yeah. So like, so like the the name alone,
2: and here's the season. That shit gets purchased by Netflix. Yeah. So I, I, from what I can tell, at the end of the day, that's a win. It's Mm -hmm. already been bought. So I mean, they don't have to worry about how many people are going to go to the fucking theaters to watch it or this or that. It's been purchased already. So you know, and, and, and understandably, after a season, of Netflix is there. The quality is not there. People aren't liking this. You cancel it, but like the season was already bought. Yeah. So you know, like it's not a loss. It's content, and that's yeah. the thing that that that's that line you struggle right. You want good things, and we get good series. But for every good series that we get from a streaming platform, we generally get. A few shitty, yeah. lazy, you know, and that that that's not just coming from the video game world
0: yeah, or it's comic book world. That's
2: just all series, you yeah. know. For every like, for every fucking uh, Umbrella Academy or or uh, or, or uh, the Boys, we get a fucking uh, God. What's the name of that stupid fucking show with the serial killer dude? That- Dexter. No, 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 not him. The other, the fucking love story, where the dude's obsessed with the girl. Everyone went nuts for that shit. Oh, you, you, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And and that was a hit, but don't. The, get, yeah. Let's not make any mistakes. That show's a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> it's
1: just <It's> fun <laughs> garbage. But I didn't see the third season, but yeah. Fuck, Wait, what did you say? It's fun though
2: <laughs> Okay But it is garbage no, 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 I uh, understand I get I totally get it But it is fucking crap It's yeah. fucking garbage I was mm. like Like I was watching it myself Going God this is so fucking horrible Like <laughs> so dumb yeah. But I get it You know And that's like And and sometimes those hit But that's why The streaming sites They take their fucking chances On that shit Because worst comes to worst They're like You know Fuck it And, and you know When it comes over to the games And you, you, you train there over the games I think that's why A lot of people always had An apprehension With the game passes and, you know, these, these streaming sites Because the concern is that that could happen next, right? You have, you know, you get a good game But then you have to do with five fucking lazy games And, you
0: yeah. know you yeah. know. But it's going to be like you echoed earlier, Joe <laughs> Then Hulu goes, yo, Capcom Can we buy the show rights? Because we're going to get it right Exactly
2: Yeah, and that's true They can always shop that around and be like Hey, yeah, yeah. we're going to do it this way We want it
0: Yep Sony has announced the DualSense Edge, a new premium-grade wireless controller. Revealed for the first time on opening night, live, the DualSense Edge is a high-end controller that appears to be Sony's answer to the Xbox Elite's controller range. A new PS Blog entry has detailed high, customizable controls, which allow you to set bespoke control mapping and even deactivate specific buttons. Visually, the controller is very much aligned with the normal DualSense, but with a few extra elements to bring it up to premium standards. As with the Xbox controller, you can expect swappable thumbsticks, caps, and adjustable dead zones. While the controller has shown in shadows in the trailer, we can see paddle switches, back buttons on the rear, which can be in dome or level style configurations, as well as some kind of new interface beneath the analog sticks. A switch on the rear shoulder is shown with three settings, which likely adjusts the travel distance of the triggers, a new feature for the controller. What would you guys think?
1: What do you think, Joe? I want to hear you.
0: Pretty nice. It's kind of cool.
2: But I have two dual uh, sense controllers already.
0: and Now you're going to have one dual sense edge, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: I, I like the elite controller I have, but, you know, it hasn't made me better at games, Jesse, and that's the whole point of getting these If you're the just so
0: playing Madden, Joe, you're already good at it, so you won't tell the difference You gotta play no, something else with that Elite controller I
2: want these fucking controllers to be like 80s and 90s basketball shoes Where they would tell you if you wore these things, you would be fucking badass
0: Oh, like the and air pumps? I
1: don't,
2: yeah pop, 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 pop.
1: You get the
0: air I, shoes?
2: You know what? I was like 9, and I bought a pair of pumps and too. even though each one of those shoes, each, even though each one of those shoes is like fucking two pounds each, I swear to you, my vertical went from like fifteen to like forty inches.
1: Yeah, no, you're right.
2: So if I can't fucking get a controller that makes me win every fucking round of every fighting game mm-hmm. and have the most kills in every shooting game that there is, then there's no fucking point.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know what games I, I have that I can use something like that with. I know a lot of shooters use stuff like that. I'm not yeah. sure what what they can use for it. Um, is it just like an extra button to like reload, or I don't know what the fuck it is. But you, um,
2: from what I can tell, you can use the back. Like the the elite one has the little paddles in the back. Yeah. So instead of having to, um, I still, you, you want to use your, like, trigger fingers up top, yeah. right? Right. But maybe instead of the R1s and shit, you can use that, the the middle oh, finger true. hit the paddle. So that, it's, and More when I was fucking around with it, I was like, yeah, that's a pretty, you have to kind of, like, relearn a little bit. But I'm like, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Because your hands are already there. So it's easier to, like, hit the paddle. So
1: you just pretty much get rid of the, uh, the both bumpers and use the, the paddles as a trigger. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Instead of the L1 or L L1 and L, yeah L1 and R1, yeah. you use the you can use the paddles for those and then, But I mean, the, the cool thing is is you can configure those like the Elite One. You can configure basically any way you want. So, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah. Was there a price announcement?
0: No, but my guess oh, okay. is it's either going to be priced around the same <laughs> price. <laughs> it's going to be like PS5. It's going to be uh, priced probably around the same as the Elite Controller or a bit more because these ones actually let you remove the joysticks in general not just the stick but you can actually open it up and take out the actual innards of it and they're gonna sell different types of of joystick versions i don't know what that really means but you can literally take it out and then buy some new ones now a lot of people are speculating like oh, is this going to be because, you know, there's the drift that happens on con- newer controllers now? That like, oh, okay, this one's drifting, so I'll just buy some new ones, you know? You-
2: <laughs> I want a controller that's so fucking customizable that I can take the analog sticks out and replace them with Sanwa joysticks. <laughs> 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 Full-size Sanwa
0: joysticks. That's how I want to fucking play. I don't. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if someone made something to replace those on. But yeah, I mean, like this is a, I think it was rumored for a while that Sony was going to do the same thing. I actually thought they weren't going to even bother, to be honest, making it. My thought was just like, oh, they're probably not going to bother. They won't take the time, but they did. So,
2: I mean. Of I'm course a- they will right now, Jesse. That's their pattern. They want to copy everything fucking uh, Microsoft does. They're just a bunch of slagger right oh, jackers. Oh, slagger jackers? Yeah, I thought they are doing. How are they not?
0: You're right Game they Pass didn't, They didn't then call they it The Elite EA
2: fucking extended Or, or whatever. No Sorry PlayStation extension Or whatever the fuck It's called Elite controller Now they got their Fucking special controller And they're gonna come out With a 1440 Fucking PS5 version Hold on What else can they copy
0: They could copy Not having first party Titles released Oh wait No They don't do that
2: They can copy Backwards compatibility Oh wait They can't
0: They can't, they just refuse, which sucks. But you know what's the one thing that PlayStation isn't doing that Microsoft is doing? The PlayStation 5 is about to get more expensive than most major markets. And Sony says you can blame continued inflation and other global economic... Today on the PlayStation blog, Sony announced that it will be raising the price of both editions of the PS5 in Europe, the UK, Middle East, Africa, Asia, Latin America, and Canada. The United States seems to be the only major market not getting a price increase. The global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. The blog post states, We're seeing high global inflation rates, as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on market many industries. It is unfortunately not clear from the blog post whether or not this price increase will eventually be brought back down again, or if so, when Sony concludes its blog post by stating that its top priority is to improve the PS5 supply situation, which has struggled since the console's launch due to ongoing chip shortages. But with this announcement of the price increase in other territories except the United States for now, you know what was pretty funny that happened after this announcement that Sony did? Not only did Microsoft announce that they were not going to increase the price of their console, Nintendo announced that they're not increasing the price of their console. So you're having two of their... Nintendo shouldn't. They
1: should maybe at least last percent do that.
0: But to me, this kind of made me feel that it was both of them saying, Hey, look, yes, the prices are going up, but we're not increasing our prices, right? Even a lot of people that I follow on Twitter we're talking about, that's kind of funny. Companies, especially video game companies, are always losing money money at a console launch. They're always losing money. You know, they only increase the price on something when they're coming out with a different version of that console, whether it's a slim model, an updated model, or what have you. So for Sony doing this, and yes, we could say, well, it's not affecting the United States. We got our consoles. it don't fucking matter. Right? It could happen here, too. We don't know. But in, in, in a way, to me, I kind of like that Microsoft and Nintendo both said, we're not increasing our prices. Because a you lot know, of people in these other territories are kind of like, I, I understand that. Like, like, why? why, You know? But what were you going to say, It's Joe? tough.
2: No, I think it's tough, man. I mean, the religion, it's shits no joke. And, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm sure they didn't want to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sure they didn't, um, sucks that they did, but, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I don't know what it, I don't know the fucking ins and outs and the cost of what to make that console, and I don't know, but I do know, you know, like, component shortages are a real thing, mm-hmm. um, in in several different industries so it's like yeah you know like it's totally possible that this is something they just have to you know um, deal with but you know doesn't make it doesn't make it any fucking easier to swallow for, for those that have to take a you know a price increase to get something
0: do you think this for both of you guys do you think something like this the announcement in the other markets of the price increase do you think that changes someone's purchasing habit if uh, something is gonna increase in price? Hey, maybe I won't get a Play- uh, PlayStation 5 because I don't think I could afford the extra. I don't know if they said it was like twenty, fifty, or hundred. I want to say it was like fifty or under. They said an increase, like it wasn't a major increase. But sometimes, hey, an extra fifty bucks is a lot for a lot of oh, people. It is. You know. Yeah. So, do you think this, if Sony does? go with this like maybe it might change because of the feedback they're getting and especially these other companies going hey we're not increasing prices right do you see this affecting them negatively and we might they might see some consumers might go "You know, i'll just get an xbox i'll get the same stuff like i don't really play god of war or horizon so i think i'm good you know do you think this will affect them if they go with it um I mean,
2: it's possible, but you know, and you're right. Anything from twenty to fifty dollars to hundred dollars is a, a an increase, no matter what. Um, I could see some people that were on the fence to you know buy something. It could affect them, but you know, what if you know? In my opinion, it really boils down to it. people that want a fucking PlayStation are going to get a PlayStation. You know, mm-hmm. if they're already gung ho about it. Um, I think, yeah, sure, for casuals, for people that are more, I just want a console. It could definitely sway people like that. And, but a lot of factors sway people like that, right? Availability sways someone
0: mm-hmm. that's
2: more of a casual, right? If mm-hmm. the console's available, it's like, i just get this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, someone that wants a PlayStation is going to get a PlayStation. Yeah. It is. It, it, that's not to downplay it's still shitty that they had to raise the price. Yeah. Or that they felt that they had to re-
1: raise the price. Beto? Yeah, pretty sure someone on the fence uh depending on which they would get though though if it was me i if they increase the price and knowing that like the xbox has game pass i would, I would jump ship i'd fucking get get the xbox and and just game pass and, and that's that'll that'll uh, um especially when the games the first party games start coming out i'll definitely be worth it at the end uh, um, mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like it may, may affect them i don't know if they'll like They'll get enough shit for it, and then uh, uh, decide not to do it. And you know, I, I feel like if if they, I feel like this might might actually if they decide to do it, they'll, they'll probably won't uh, back back away from uh, from the price increase. But it, it's like a. It's, it's weird. Did they say why the U.S. didn't get a, a price increase
0: for that? or no? Well, that's what I was going to ask you guys. Why do you think that? I don't. I don't yeah. know. Like, do you think <laughs> it's idea. because like maybe they see like, hey, our biggest purchasers of consoles are because I don't think Japan purchases consoles as much as they used to um, because of cell phones and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think their biggest market is America, and maybe these other markets. Not saying they're not big, but I just I'd think like. They're like that's our biggest market we don't want to piss them off but these other markets like they're big but they're not as big as the us like is that why like what do you guys think I, that's the only thing i could yeah. think of yeah i
1: mean that, that would make sense especially you mentioning uh, uh, that mobile gaming is huge in japan so people are using their phones and then the switch around a lot more than yeah and actual consoles so, yeah i mean that makes sense and my only hope is like i hope they don't increase the price of video games now because of this shit.
0: of indie games or any of games? video games oh, in general video? yeah I, really I, I feel like it's a component
2: thing. You know, at the end of the like, down, so? you know, I get that the components yeah, it's a, it's a really component. I mean it's
1: been a, yeah, it's been an issue with like stuff like that with the chip shortage and then I I wouldn't be surprised if that's that's the that's the reason why they're increasing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know I mean I don't know what you're talking about, but I mean prices for video games did go up. <laughs> I mean yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm saying like even more. <laughs> yeah. <I
0: know>. Well <laughs> then that means like things like Game Pass and Playstation Premium are, are gonna be more enticing for a lot of people and might even get it to the point where it's like okay maybe i won't i will be more selective on buying certain games yeah but I guess i'll just play whatever's available on here like yeah. if it comes down to it or just not have anything at all which brings yeah. me to my my next and final thing uh i mean we had gamescom that happened this week. A lot of announcements, but for me, this was like the fucking biggest, coolest thing. got announced a while ago, but finally seeing more of the gameplay and more of what this is. And then finding out it's going to be on Game Pass and making me really excited and going, finally, there's another thing I actually want to play now on Game Pass. I wasn't going to talk shit and say like, finally something on Game Pass, because there would be good stuff on Game Pass. But this is one where I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, this is awesome. Yeah. Lies of P. Which is basically a Pinocchio game, but it's a FromSoft, Dark Souls, Elden Ring, Sekiro, that type of gameplay style. This game looks awesome. And what makes it even fucking better? Because I was already sold. I'm like, I'm getting this when it comes out. And when I saw those beautiful words at Game Pass, I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. It looked good. I'm going to stop talking. Bethel, what would you think of it? Joe, what would you think of it?
1: Yeah, dude, it looked awesome. The trailer was cool, but seeing more of the gameplay for it, it I mean, it looks exactly like a, like like Bloodborne, Not exactly. Yeah. But it looks so much like Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, I'm I'm, pretty, I'm excited for it to to, uh, to play, especially since it's on Game Pass. But uh, looking more in the gameplay, it's uh, it's definitely inspired by uh, by FromSoft. But it it looks it looks it looks really nice. Like some of some of the some of the um, uh, some of the bosses and some of the enemies. Yeah. The, the designs
2: They look fucking Really cool mm-hmm. Joe So what I I mean I, I actually still Haven't even seen The trailer But I did see Screenshots of it And stuff like that And it does look cool And the premise Looks pretty fucking fun Um It's You know Yeah I can't see anything else Other than it's promising It looks promising Yeah Hopefully it, it delivers You know Who's making it
0: Uh Round 8 Studios Published by Neo Wiz So I don't know What else they've worked on But it, it's I don't know, man. Like uh, for me, I'm very curious. Like when I saw the teaser for it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. But when watching this actual gameplay, like it looked really cool. Visually it looks nice. Like you were saying about character design was really cool. Just some of the ideas of where this could go. But now I am really curious to see how this game's gonna do in a post Elden Ring world, because you have a huge amount of people who have cut their teeth in Elden Ring right now this game seems very much more like Dark Souls Bloodborne Sekiro where it's more of a linear kind of path maybe some openness so you might have some people like why isn't it as open as Elden Ring right but now I'm just curious to see like how this is gonna do you know because I think it has everything going for it right now as in visuals gameplay and everything like that so uh it's it's I don't know I'm I'm looking forward to it and i just like the art design and yeah
1: they didn't announce the date for it just said 2023 right
0: uh early 2023 yeah yeah okay early 2023 yeah because if there was a release date i'd be super stoked i'd say february
1: no i'd say march
0: i think the end of the fiscal year if it's going to be that it's like march yeah you're right yeah liza p man that i'm yeah stoked uh, anything announced at all at GamesCon? To me, that was, like, the only thing. Yeah. That they just, like, there wasn't, there was a lot of cool stuff that got announced, mm-hmm. but nothing where I was, like, this is the one thing that got me really excited.
1: I feel like there was a lot of CGI trailers. Uh, oh. Some of the-
0: Our favorite CGI trailer of a CGI trailer of a CGI trailer, uh, Dead Island 2 got announced oh, with yeah. a CGI trailer, which had the yeah, most yeah. notorious CGI trailer with the first game. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of CGI trailers. Um, what's that collateral damage or what's that, that uh that game from Cradle, cl- what's name? collateral collateral cl- collateral protocol?
1: No, Callisto protocol.
0: Oh, Callisto protocol. I was yeah. sold. <laughs> I was sold. Oh, uh, what collateral Collista damage? Blackheart? Huh? <laughs> <Calista> <laughs> Callisto Lockhart. I would, dude. I was sold. I was sold on that game. Uh, during E three or the non. Wait, was there E three this year? No, I'm forgetting. No no
1: it was uh summer games it's fest. out
0: next year it's coming back next year right or yeah, yeah summer games fest i was sold during summer games fest but yeah. when they show this stuff on here i'm like yeah no i don't care anymore like you just ruined it i don't want to play this not that i don't want to play it but i'm like you you got me it i'm good much, yeah. stop stop it like now yeah. you're showing me stuff that makes it not look as good as what you showed me before <laughs> not that yeah. it looks bad but i was just yeah. kind of like uh, stop. stop also yeah i
1: mean like when they, when they showed it originally during Summer Games Fest, it was more like, uh, it was really quick. Uh, like yeah. a, lot of this, a lot of the stuff was, the gameplay was like quick shots of it. It wasn't long, uh, long, um, lengthy uh, gameplay footage. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, but uh, that Dual Sense was announced, stuff like that. Um, PSVR 2 uh, is going to be releasing in early 2023, and I think they announced that it's going to be, Resident Evil Village is going to be playable on PSVR two at Tokyo Game Show at the end of the next oh. month. So, is oh, next month? Yeah, well, um, that where they're going to have the demo, but they said it's coming out early twenty twenty three. I forget. Are we? Are we doing the same thing we did with the other PSVR or no? I, I forget. Think
1: what... I don't know. I'm, I'm
0: down if you guys are down. Yeah, I'm down. All I'm saying, I think we talked about it. I'm like, all of us try to pre order it, and you know. Just to make sure, like, we get one. Yeah. Because I want want this. (laughs) I want it. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it for the past kind of two weeks of news that came out. So we kind of caught up to it. I don't know if there was anything else you guys wanted to talk about that was uh, announced or shown or whatever.
1: Nah, nothing really.
0: If not, then we're going to call it a show, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra. Yep. Sparza. And. Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Sony has announced the dual sense Edge. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold oh. on.
2: Right, right, right. Tell me this one, so, Jesse. What? If Paramount Plus tomorrow announced that Capcom sold them the rights to a Darkstalkers uh, series, would you would you pay for Paramount Plus? No. Oh, if
1: it was a Final Fantasy series.
0: No.
2: Yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy. series? No, 7. no, because, no, because Jesse knows that the one thing Jesse will admit is Final Fantasy fucking movies are fucking garbage. Which one? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously?
0: Which one? All of them.
2: Because spirits within. spirits
0: within not great. But it had potential. But yeah, it wasn't great. Advent children, I'll agree, is a hot mess, but you're like, Oh, I get to see these characters again. That's awesome, right? But now we're so flooded with 7 characters, Final Fantasy 7 characters, that it's not unique anymore. But at the time when that came out, that was like, oh, this is continuing the story. And then all the nerds are like, that means the ending of Final Fantasy 7 is the apocalyptic ending. That means they survived and blah, 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 blah. Or whatever. Right? You have all those nerds talking about it. Basically, I was one of them. You
2: have fucking person on the internet. That's Jesse. Right. You have all the Jesses talking about <laughs> it. Yeah. pretty much.
0: I was like on Reddit before Reddit was even available back then.
2: God, I still want to fucking punch a nerd on Reddit.